Hi, Ali B. Hi, Wesley. Oh, shit, wait. Do you want people to know your full name? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess they do now. No, that's weird, right? Ryan, can you bleep that out in the edit, please? <laughs> Wesley um, Beep. <laughs> it's actually his real name. No, beep both names out, please. <laughs> Beeply Beep. Have you got a, a beer to crap, my friend? I do, but it's a twist top, so I don't know how satisfying it's going to be to listen to. It's always underwhelming. You go first. All right. It's going to hurt my hands. Oh, that was awful. Wait, did that sound all right? It sounded all right on my end. Okay. All right, here's mine. Oh, that was satisfying. (laughs) All right, kick it off, my dude. I'm going to need more than this one beer to talk about this film. Yeah, tell me about it. Hello, welcome to Alex and Wes Polish a Turd. I'm Alex. And I'm Wes. Because it doesn't matter how hard you polish that turd, it's still a piece of shit. And today, we're watching Dragon Ball Evolution. Dragon, dragon, rock the dragon, dragon ballsy. That was cool, did you write that? Uh, yeah. I wrote Dragon Ball Z. Did you? Yeah. I am uh, Akira Toriyama. I don't know who that is. <sighs> <laughs> That's exactly why we've invited our good friend and editor, Ryan, onto this episode. Let's give it up, people. Hello, Ryan. Hey. What's going on? Oh, I hated that. <laughs> <laughs> Off to a bad start. How you doing, boys? Yeah, we're good. We're doing good. It's been a little while since we've recorded a podcast. It's good to be back. It feels nice. So we've got Ryan on the podcast because both of you are big Dragon Ball fans, right? Yeah, like me, Ryan loves a bit of Dragon Ball. Is that what we were going to watch? <laughs> oh, why? What, what have you been watching? <laughs> He's been watching uh, Transmorphers. He's a bit behind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder if anyone's watched any of the films we've talked about because of our podcast. My guess would be no. I mean, I can tell you you're wrong, for one. Oh, really? Oh, shit. For, for a fact, my dad watched Transmorphers. Why did he do that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, get the full effect. Shouts out to Leon. Oh, I wouldn't say his last name. <laughs> oh, bleep it out. <laughs> I didn't say it. Last episode, you called me by my first, middle, and last name. And I edited like, the middle name out. <laughs> You went, at the end you said, next week we're joined by my friend, Ryan, <laughs> like the whole thing. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you not, wait. You didn't even catch it. Oh, God. You wait. That's so funny. Next episode, I'm going to give out your address. <laughs> but I'm going to like, I'm going to say it really out of context to try and make sure you don't catch it in the edit. Yeah, I suppose we should talk about the movie. You guys are big Dragon Ball fans, I am not. I actually think that's probably um, one of the reasons we became close friends quite quick, I imagine. I think it was, yeah. Yeah, I imagine it didn't take long for us to talk about Dragon Ball Z together. <laughs> you used to go on, like, forums. Yeah, man, I, I was going to talk about, like, some of that, yeah. Like, I spent a lot of my early teens, and I'd say, like, from age 13 to, like, 16 like pretty much in school yeah i I was on a like a dragon ball z4 specifically sprite in like pixel art that's really cool man it's really cool isn't it no but weirdly enough like dragon ball z is like the only anime i've ever been like i would call myself like a big fan of you didn't like fma i thought you liked fma i've read like a few manga manga mangas mango mangoes mangoes i've read a few mangoes but i haven't watched a lot of anime animos animos (laughs) 
I've read some mangoes, but I haven't watched any animos. Sorry, Amiibos. I've watched a lot of Amiibos. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah this yeah. episode's sponsored by Amiibo. Just the toy, not the actual, not <laughs> Nintendo. No. No. Buy your Wolf Link Amiibo today. And also for this film, so Dragon Ball Evolution, I remember we talked about it a lot before it came out. Yeah. And like the run-up to its release. I remember being on the movie leaks sort of websites that like give mm. you behind the scenes photos. So I remember seeing like the first on-set photos of Justin Chatwin in the Goku costume. Well, how did you feel about that? When it was just a picture of him in the costume... Like, I knew they weren't going to do, like, full-on anime hair and all that. I honestly thought, like, the orange gi that he wears at the end looks decent. <clears throat> in terms of costume design, like, that is as good as you think you could probably get in a live-action Dragon Ball. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. With the belt on, it looks, like, quite decent. Yeah, it does. It, it sort of ties it together. Based on that set photo, it was good. I remember, like, there were loads of early set photos of Piccolo. I can't remember what colour he was. I think he was just, like, white, really pale. And everyone kicked off that like, he wasn't green. And it's I didn't realise, till watching it now, how obvious it is that they colour-corrected him to be green in every scene. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't even pick up on that. Yeah, because he wasn't green. And then I remember, like, the first photos of Yamcha and Roshi and stuff coming out and the leaked photos of, like, the Uzaru. And then I was like, <laughs> And the first trailer came out and I was just like shit this is gonna be bad but I still went to see it did you go to the cinema to see it yeah I went to cinema to see this that's dedication yeah that is I watched it at home I was excited to see it I I knew it would be bad weirdly enough I suppose I'm giving away my opinion here I didn't hate it as much then as I did this time I watched it hey 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 get ahead of yourself (laughs) but I think that's because like I followed the hype and a lot of me was like it was a lot of convincing myself it wasn't as bad as it actually is (laughs) I had that same sort of when I watched the Hobbit movie in the cinema the first one I wanted to like it so bad so I was just like oh yeah I can't remember if we spoke about this on the last episode or if it was just a conversation I've had in the last month Uh, when you watch a film in the cinema you like it way more yeah Mm. absolutely I think that was us. So that that definitely, like, factored into my view in a Dragon Ball evolution. But yeah, I'm a huge Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, not so much GT, and Dragon Ball Super fan. Yeah, I mean, we watched the last two proper movies in the cinema. Yeah, me and Ryan still go to the cinema to see when they release the new Dragon Ball movie. And the most recent one was great. Apparently, I'll get into some more background of the movie, I guess, because I've kind of got onto that anyway. Yeah, go for it, man. There were two other Dragon Ball live-action films. They're unofficial, though, aren't they? Yeah, there's two knockoff films made, and I I did search them, and I'm pretty sure they're both on YouTube. Did you watch any of them? (sighs) A couple clips. Was it bad uh, any good it's okay, bad right. <laughs> but also more accurate than dragon ball evolution <laughs> is that a good thing though is that what you want there's there's a fine line between like adapting it directly and then missing the mark all right should we uh should we start the movie jump into it let's dive on in as the movie opens it opens with this like narration talking about a bunch of the characters and giving you an overview of this whole story the characters are made out of the stars in the sky yeah i actually thought that was kind of cool yeah, not bad as, like, opening credit sequences go. You get our first look at Piccolo and Uzaru. It reminded me of, like, a Marvel movie or something. Yeah, like, for the Dark World. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, is they reiterate all this information. They do. <laughs> they do. Multiple times. <laughs> it's because they have to make sure you know what the Mafuba is. <laughs> Alright, I suppose we can talk about this right off the bat, because it's in the opening credits, but, like... Why did they give Uzaru a massive, like, pig nose? (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, who's Azari? It's like Goku. <laughs> well, not just Goku, but all the Saiyans when it's a full moon turn into a giant ape. Oh, you mean the werewolf? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> werewolf pig. How much do you actually know about Dragon Ball then, Wes? I know who Goku is. I know Super Saiyan is a thing. Do you know who Vegeta is? Uh, is he the white and purple one? No, that's Freezer. No, no. Uh, uh, no. I don't then. <laughs> That's fair enough. That's about it. I I don't I don't know a lot. I really really do not know a lot. But I think that gave me like a, a different viewpoint on this movie. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. I thought it would be really cool to hear like your view on yeah. the actual movie itself. Because I remember when it actually came out, and people said that if it wasn't a Dragon Ball movie, that it would probably be quite a good kids movie. I think it's fair to say that it is a kids movie. Yeah. Definitely. 100%. I think that was one of my notes a little bit later on, is that this movie wasn't made for Dragon Ball Z fans. No. It's just using the license, basically. Even the uh, original manga had uh, tits in it. (laughs) Yeah. Wait, this movie had tits in it? Wait, what? What version did you watch? (laughs) Not for long. Oh, shit. (laughs) We're all watching Dragon Ball XXX porn parody, yeah? Yeah, well done. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. So this fight, this fucking fight on these... These ropes. Grandpa Gohan. <laughs> like, they have that same movement that Batman and Robin had. Yeah, that, like, where over the they top. they don't move very naturally through, up through the air. Mm. And he kicks a beetle into his granddad's mouth. <laughs> yeah, but he has no reaction to that. No. He just <laughs> He just accepts that he's got a beetle in his mouth. Uh. That's it. Swallows it. But you can tell that this movie was made, like, when 3D was coming back in and it was, like, a huge thing. Right, at the was time. this in 3D? This was Did this come out in 3D? Well, that's the thing is that there's so many scenes that look like they're set up yeah. 3D, but I don't remember. Yeah, like when he kicks that beetle, yeah, I guess that true. would have been like, "Whoa, it's coming at me!" Yeah, you'll probably notice it more a bit later on. But if they didn't have it 3D in some cinemas, then I'd be like shocked. Like as far as fight scenes go, it's not the worst, is it? It's bad. <laughs> 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 like it, it really give, gave me a good idea of what the rest of the movie yeah, was going to be like that's mm. true so this is something that I was confused about because you'll see later on the main cast aside from Goku are sort of Asian actors but there's a very very diverse cast in this and I can't tell where it's supposed to be set well I mean that actually I'd say is a carryover from like the anime right it is but there's not a distinction between sort of the Asian That's characters true. in the anime. Because I remember when this came out, lots of people were saying, like, Goku should be played by an Asian actor and things like that. Well, I was just about to ask, is is Goku... Well, no, because Goku, like, the other camp was saying, like, Goku's an alien, so technically he's not Asian, he's, like, a Saiyan. <laughs> Uh, he's an alien? Yeah. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> but yeah. Wait, is he an alien in this? Uh, yeah, they say, they, they say, he's, do they, uh, they do say he's a Saiyan, right? They use the word Saiyan. Do they? I thought they did. <laughs> I, toward, they I thought do. Piccolo said he's a Saiyan. Or like he says, your kind. <laughs> Racist. <laughs> <laughs> your filthy kind. But no, yeah, Goku's an alien. He's from the planet Vegeta. Who knew? <laughs> a lot of Dragon Ball fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I agree, Ryan. No one knew. Nobody knew. <laughs> No one knew anything. The general overview of the movie is there are these seven Dragon Balls. Prometheum orbs. <laughs> if you collect all seven, you can make one wish, right? 
Yep. Yeah. That's the the basics of like the the manga as well. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I was wondering how like direct it was. There's the sort of main key points, but there's a lot that they. I mean, Goku never went to school. Because we're getting into it. My biggest bugbear, as a fan of Dragon Ball, when I talk about this film, is the complete character assassination of Goku. <laughs> You know, mm. and I and I agree fully that uh, and a film adaptation should be allowed to take liberties, not so much change the source material, but you know, interpret it in their own way, but you know, keep the integrity of it. And <laughs> Goku in this film is just like the polar opposite of Goku in the anime. One of the first lines he says is like, "Like why why can't you teach me something useful? Like how to talk to girls." <laughs> <laughs> and just can you fucking imagine like Goku in the manga saying that? Like all he cared about was like f- fighting and training to the point where like he like hardly saw his wife and children by Dragon Ball Z. In the original Dragon Ball, he was just sort of a uh, he landed on earth and then was just picked up you know yeah. by this old man who sort of raised him and he didn't know anything about women he didn't know that you know anything outside of his little like world existed so this was such a shock when Bulma comes into it originally yeah he, just, he was just a small kid that loved to fight <laughs> and he killed his own grandpa but they don't do that in this <laughs> <laughs> oh I wish they did <laughs> I mean like it's hard to pick out a character in this that wasn't completely assassinated but they got the Dragon Balls right. Right, guys? <laughs> yeah, they look cool. Yeah. So, yeah, he arrives at school on his pretty sick little moped bike. Right, guys? Yeah, it's really sick. Don't you think it's really sick? Do you like the uh, orange and blue hoodie that he's got underneath? Oh, mate, it's such a massive hoodie. When he puts it up, it <laughs> makes his head gigantic. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He drives in on his bike, and his bike just gets crushed like it's paper. <laughs> <laughs> the undercar of that car would be fucked. It would be destroyed. Or his bike was made of paper. Did you ever? Think Did you ever that? think about that? I didn't think about that. I uh, I thought Piccolo's flying ship was rad. I don't think it's that dissimilar to the one in the no, actual exactly. manga as well. So it's like uh, they do pick out a lot of elements like that, which are you know, pretty similar. Yeah. But they do so much else that's a disservice that it's kind of hard to focus. What do you think of, like, the look of, like, the key energy blasts and stuff? Because I have opinion on it. It's a bit airy. It's a bit bad. <laughs> yeah, they're not, like, sort of solid. They're, <laughs> yeah, they're I agree, more, like, it's a bit bad. Because they say it's, like, airbending. Mate, when they call it airbending, I was just like, you can tell what Nickelodeon's most popular TV show was at this point. No, 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 guys, it's just like airbending, I promise. Yeah. It's just like airbending. Airbending. Fucking hell. Just, like, as if, like, the Avatar movie wasn't bad enough. They gotta drag it through the mud in this one as well. <laughs> Have airbending associated to two pieces of shit. When I was looking up stuff for this movie, it was like, what is the yeah. worst adaptation? They're, Dragon like, Ball they're always or neck Avatar. and neck, aren't they? Always. Uh, Dragon yeah. Ball or Avatar. Obviously, I actually haven't seen M. Night Shyamalan's Avatar. Um, and I have never, I've never I. finished the TV show. Um, Neither TV have I. Amazing. Yeah, I, I've heard it's amazing. Um, mm. So maybe I'll um, give that a binge. <laughs> it's good. I've watched like the half of the first season. Yeah, um, it's really solid. It is. It's all on solid. Netflix, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, recently they put it up. But we watched the whole of Avatar in the last. Well, I think it was last year or something. And it was just. It's one of those shows where it's like I will remember that experience of watching the whole thing, and it, I'll probably go back and watch it a few times, yeah. like in the future. 
That's cool. Because it was so just like solid. Mm. What are we talking about? Airy key. Is that what we were talking about? <laughs> yeah. It just looks bad, doesn't it? Like, all the energy blasts and stuff. I mean, that's like the whole... Maybe not so much Dragon Ball, but definitely Dragon Ball Z. Like, the f- big flashy beams is like one of the main reasons you love it as a kid, right? Yeah, like, exactly. huge, massive like energy blasts. So then you go watch this, and it's like... Because <laughs> 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 we watched the whole of Dragon Ball recently, the original series, and I actually think I prefer it to Dragon Ball Z now because it's more sort of like kung fu and more um, sort of actual fighting. The original Dragon Ball manga is like my favorite out of you know all media to come out of mm. the franchise. Like the first, I don't even know how many volumes it is, like 20? Oh god, I can't remember. I gave you a bunch of them, didn't I, years ago? Yeah, they're at my brother's now. The first, like, five. I don't even have them anymore. I suppose that's what they're adapting in this, kinda. But they're adapting, like, the beginning and end of it, which is a weird way to do it. Because obviously, like, Lord Piccolo is one of the last sagas. It's like, I think the last three or four seasons of the original Dragon Ball Mm. are about Piccolo and then, you know... Piccolo Jr. Piccolo Jr. So we've seen Piccolo's big old shit. He dropped his energy ball. His airy ball. He dropped his airy balls. Hey. Into this little village. And who's who's the woman in the red latex? My? Yeah, so in the... Should we do so many comparisons to the manga? I don't know. Well, I mean, it's good for frame of reference. So she's not Piccolo's henchman at all no, she's in the Pilaf, manga. Right? Yeah. And there's also a, a like ninja dog called Shu, who isn't in this at all. Release the ninja dog cut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Mai, with that little... What would you even call that? It's just like a cleavage window that some female characters have. <laughs> like Power Girl. I'm bringing in the male cleavage window. <laughs> I'd wear that. That'd be the ass crack. Uh, no, it's, it's a w- little window between my balls. <laughs> <laughs> Your ball crack. <laughs> Hashtag ball crack. Hashtag ball crack. You need to get the air to them, you know? Cool them down. This woman wants to die uh, in this scene. Mai's got like a gun to her head. And she's just like, fucking do it. Do it. Fucking do it. I'm poor. I live in a poor village. <laughs> <laughs> this is a shit life. Yeah, and I deserve my, my existence is paid. Because I'm poor. <laughs> this will be the most interesting thing to happen yeah. to me my whole life. You shooting me in the head will make my life worthwhile. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, it's funny that you say about Piccolo being colour-corrected, because I can absolutely... You see it now. Like, yeah, man, (laughs) it's so weird. It's bad. He looks like a mix between... He looks like a character from Buffy. Well, I mean, it is. Well, it's Spike. Yeah, it's James Masters. (laughs) Oh, right. (laughs) Um, He's like Buffy and the Green Goblin. And it wasn't James Masters' last encounter with the franchise, um, because he came back for Dragon Ball Super and voiced Zamasu. Mm. Alright, alright. Yeah. So Oh, so you didn't even voice Piccolo again. <laughs> to be fair, his Piccolo voice is pretty spot on. I have no complaints about that. If anything, this film needed more James Masters as Piccolo. I'd agree, I'd give you that. I I feel like he has like less than ten minutes of screen time in this film. So his whole end Yeah, he kinda of just drops in and out. Yeah. So his whole like ending fight with Goku was just a bit like Yeah, I yeah. I suppose it's the end of the film. <laughs> I was really hoping for more weird-looking characters in this. Yeah, because again, like the source material's full of weird and wonderful characters. Yeah. To have just Piccolo, <laughs> weak. Weak man. You see his uh, children sort of later on, don't you? You see Piccolo's Piccolo. <laughs> <laughs> 
So in this uh, school, right, and he's explaining that all the events of what happened, you know, 2,000 years ago. He's learning about the eclipse. Why does nobody else know about this? (laughs) 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 So this is set in the future, yeah? I don't know. Dragon Ball is a bit weird, where it's like sort of in the past, sort of in the future, because there's like future technology. But then there's like ruins. Yeah. That's a bit like this film. (laughs) He's just staring at Chi-Chi. Straight up staring at her for like a oh, minute and straight. Oh, she's eating strawberries. She's eating a strawberry. Oh, <laughs> I mean that is the sexiest thing a person can do. Yeah, <laughs> I'm eating strawberries right now, guys. It's turning me on thinking about it. Goku's like the Namekians. He's a fucking nerd. <laughs> the teachers. He is the worst, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, they make Goku a fucking dork. <laughs> oh, yes. Nice Giku. He really is. Like everyone bullying him should bully him harder. <laughs> to be fair, the first time he got called Giku, I I laughed out loud and I was like, "Yes, dude." <laughs> you fucking murdered him. Absolutely Giku. Hey guys, do lockers with like swipe cards exist in real life because I think that's really cool. Oh, right. It is a cool concept. It might be an American thing. That's what made me think this movie was set in the future. Do you know what? I just realised, but only because I was watching the film, like, half an hour ago. The actress playing Chi-Chi is Ed Helm's wife in The Hangover 2 and Hangover 3. Wow. I've been watching all the Hangover films lately. They're funny. (laughs) (laughs) They are funny. All three of them are funny, okay? I've never seen number three. Didn't you come to cinema with us? No, thanks for the invite. I mean, you definitely would have been invited, so... (laughs) (laughs) Third one's really funny. Third one's better than the second one. Controversial, but... I've watched all of them. It's one of those movies where the sequels have exactly the same beats as the first one. But when the beats are so good. (laughs) It's like... (laughs) No, it's kind of like Airplane 2, which I I think is an underrated sequel as well. (laughs) Because Airplane 2 has just got the same, like, dumb fucking jokes as Airplane 1. But Airplane 1 is one of the funniest films ever made, so... It's more like fan fiction, though. That's what I find about, like, Airplane 2, is when I watched it, it's like they've taken all the exact same plots and made them just slightly less funny. It's still funny, but they've just made it, they've toned it down just ever so slightly. That's, yeah, that's how I feel about Hangover 2. Yeah. But then again, that exact sort of thing worked so well for 22 Jump Street. That's true. 22 Jump Street was great. 22 Jump Street is better than 21 Jump Street. Yeah, I, I, agree. I would agree. Yeah. Did you guys laugh when Goku gelled his hair down for his big date and then it sprang back up? <laughs> like a boner. <laughs> and then it fucking cuts to Gohan eating a chicken leg. <laughs> like chicken I foot. Like that's a little bit racist, right? Chicken paw. I thought that, right? Because <laughs> yeah. the thing is with this scene, like people eat chicken feet, I assume. Yeah, yeah, you can buy them like in those frozen bags in like the Asian and stores. And they eat these like I don't know what these like little duck things are i don't know i don't even know whatever it is but i bet it tastes good like his uh stir fry before he put all the chicken feet in it (laughs) looked really tasty (laughs) but the thing is the whole point of this scene is like oh look how gross his his food is gross and i actually thought that was quite offensive (laughs) yeah as an asian man you were offended wes yeah i am no one knows what i look like and no one knows what my real name is we come to a, one of the best scenes where Goku's being bullied, and that's why it's one of the best scenes. <laughs> <laughs> I just I don't understand what this is. This her house. It looks like it's like a theme. It's park. ridiculous, isn't it? It's like a fucking yeah. <laughs> it's a mansion. It's like a. Ugh. 
It's not just a mansion, though. It's like a castle. It's like a it's castle. Like, yeah, yeah. It is like a castle. It's like, I, yeah, I, I don't know how else you can describe it. It's a castle. God, Goku is the dweebiest looking guy. And like, he I'm really just is. Looking at him, I'm just watching him trying to start a fight, and I just, I can't take it. And also, this bully pours water at his feet. Like, yeah. Oh, holy shit! <laughs> Almost. It's gonna go shame. down. One of those bullies does like the biggest fucking kicks. <laughs> <laughs> like. Yeah, they're all insane at fighting, <laughs> they to be are. fair. They're, they are. How did you guys feel about Goku's head slide across the top of the car? I don't have anything good to say about it. <laughs> they use a lot of slow-mo in this. A lot. It's usually done to cover up bad martial arts. There's two very, very close together. One where he falls in the fountain, and then one where he punches through the window. But do they need, do they need a slowdown for him punching through the window? Surely it's more impact if it's just a quick... And he smashes through. You tell the director. It's James Wong, right? He directed this. There's somebody called Brian or Barry that uh, wrote it. Yeah, and he apologised to all Dragon Ball fans. <laughs> really? <laughs> Do you think it was... Uh, this must have been one of those movies where it was just huge uh, studio exec involvements that made it so sort of egregious. Yeah. He directed Final Destination. That was a good film. Which exactly. one? The first one. Oh, whoa. And the third one. I mean, I'm a huge fan of every single Final Destination movie, so... I've only seen the first three. Oh my god, you have to see... I mean, four is meh, but you have to see five. Yeah, it. You're, I feel like Final Destination is... Because I, I am a big fan of all the Saw films. Yeah. <laughs> like, when they start getting terrible, that's when they start getting better. <laughs> <laughs> Man, the ending of Final Destination 5 is crazy. Is it? Okay, I'm going to have to check this out now. Yeah, the first three. I enjoy the first three. What's happening in this fucking film? <laughs> when he's fighting, when the guy's like throwing sort of punches at Goku and then he picks up the pipe, right? All these kids are going to watch this guy like pummel Goku with the pipe. <laughs> Why is everyone okay with that? Because it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> he goes to swing at Goku and he smashes his car once. Why wouldn't he just stop then? Yeah. <laughs> Why wouldn't you stop? Why wouldn't you moment? back away from your car? Yeah. Well, this is a really fucking bad idea. Mm. <laughs> Let's stop this right now. You should just shoot him with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> End of movie. This is the future. None of the guns have actual bullets in them. They're sort of like lasers, aren't they? I don't even know. Are they? I didn't pay enough attention. <laughs> <laughs> He's talking to Chi Chi one-on-one. She's talking about, like, this house and stuff. And he goes, like, I've been here many times in my head. So weird. So racy. <laughs> he's had, like, one conversation with her. Yeah. Goku definitely gives off a vibe. He literally stared at her and imagined her eating strawberries. Had one conversation where he blew up all the lockers. And now he's telling her that he's imagined being in her house. I feel like Goku was one Giku away from going Columbine on this school. <laughs> <laughs> He's so creepy. He is creepy. He's like he's just a yeah. massive nerd. He's a fucking who's... creepy nerd who lives with his weird granddad, and nasty little dweeb. Not for long. No, thank Christ. But his granddad was well happy to die, <laughs> just to get away from his creepy grandson. Yeah. Raised you all these fucking years, and you turned out like this. Scene where Gohan dies, you get I think the worst. Look at color corrected Piccolo. Oh, okay. They 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 kind of go outside his head with the green, and you can see it like within the hood. They've just gone. Do you know, like in Photoshop, where you can change the hue with a brush. <laughs> yeah. 
They've done that. That's so bad. It's so... I'm fucking... seeing it now. Why wouldn't they do it green in the first place? I don't yeah. understand what the... Yeah, I don't understand. What they were going for. In fairness, I didn't know when I watched it the first time round, so yeah. I had no idea. It, but it's one of those things that once it's pointed out... It's all you can see. Like Henry Cavill's mm. weird upper lip in Justice League. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I don't understand why, like, they keep Piccolo in a hood for a lot of scenes when one of his, like, you know, iconic bits of his character is his antenna. Yeah, I know. He had the cloak on, so maybe they just couldn't... Yeah, or do you reckon, like, James Masters just couldn't be asked to put on the full makeup that day? (laughs) Just like, paint my fucking face. (laughs) We'll do it live. I think, like, closer to the end, when they're fighting, if they had those, like, prosthetic antenna, and they're just flapping about all the time when they're trying to fight. Just, like, boing-boinging about. so fucking funny. (laughs) They grow longer. (laughs) (laughs) When he's near a Dragon Ball... (laughs) When they when he's near a Dragon Ball, they get harder. <laughs> oh, my antenna is stiff. We must be near. Piccolo is he's sensing that there's a Dragon Ball in the house, right? Yeah. Yep. But then it shows that Goku has the Dragon Ball in his pocket. That's a really good point. Uh, his yeah. senses are just too like late. That's a great point that I didn't even pick up on. Yeah. That's ridiculous. He just wants to kill an old man. Yeah, but who doesn't? Justin Chatwin really can't act. What else has he been in? I feel like I've seen him in a lot of things. The only other thing I've I can't, seen him I can't place him is War of the Worlds, which isn't that great. Oh yeah, but the Tom Cruise one. Yeah, obviously not the original. That's one of the like the the aliens are cool in that and like the noise they make, but it's quite a bad film. I watched half of that movie and then I stopped. And then I was like, oh, I'll come back to it like another time. And I never, ever did. Just listen to the Jeff Wayne musical. On vinyl. Yeah, I think the effect where he, like, pulls down the house is quite cool. Like, some of the CGI is alright in this. There's bits and pieces. Uh... Like, he sort of, like, he crumbles his hand. I know, I know. It's like, it's not good, but it's, like, better than I thought it would be for, like, a this kind of movie, right? Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but that's something we were talking about before. Like, when you have so many bad actors in a bad movie, you start thinking that some of the bad actors are actually quite good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that is a real effect that we've noticed during this podcast. <laughs> and you might have just noticed it. You start noticing good things that aren't good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, this Justin Chatwin, isn't he a charming actor? <laughs> <laughs> It's funny because his grandpa dies then in his arms tonight, right? He's dying in his arms tonight. (laughs) And then he waits all night. He wakes up. He has his little breakfast. He puts on his clothes and then he goes and buries him. How did he get to sleep? How did he he go to sleep in the ruined house that his only living relative had just died in? (laughs) Goku's morbid. This is what I mean. Columbine kid right here. He's glad. He's glad it happened. When Goku is walking around his destroyed house, he throws his jacket down a hole, and uh, <laughs> that really pissed me off. <laughs> he really hated that jacket. He's so pissed off. <laughs> That's the jacket his grandpa gave him. Now he can get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> Erase all fucking memory. Uh, I love um, piece of shit. When he opens the the briefcase that has his gear in it and you get that like pop fiction golden <laughs> glow <laughs> yeah didn't you know this was directed by Tarantino oh if only <laughs> may I have like so little to say about any scene with Bomber in it wait who 
Bulmer. Who's that? Emmy Rossum's character. She's the one with the blue streak. She's meant to have all blue hair, but they just give her a blue streak. Oh, uh, okay. Blue streak girl. It's 2009, so. With, like, shitloads of eyeshadow. But that's how you know it's her, because she has a single blue streak. You wouldn't know it was Bulma otherwise. No, you wouldn't. It really did annoy me for some reason when she called the Dragon Balls Prometheum orbs. I know, because I don't know where that's come from. Because, like, even in, I like... where they got that idea. Yeah, because it could just be, like, oh, Dragon Balls were, like, an old legend, and that's how she knows they're called Dragon Balls. You don't have to make up some name. Yeah, it's like they need to set it within reality. Yeah, which is... No, no one's expecting Dragon Ball to be a grounded film. Because there's literally, like, magic in this you're movie. You're not Christopher Nolan. You're James Wong. <laughs> <laughs> know your place. <laughs> are there any movies that you guys can think of that are sort of... Um, they've got a wacky, like, comic book or something like that, where they actually do it justice in this sort of context and, you know, have this wacky world and this movie and stuff that isn't animated. What do you mean? Because the live-action Dragon Ball movie is, like, it's so hard to adapt this. Well, I would point straight to Batman the movie from the 60s. Mm, yeah. That's true. You'd have to make it a comedy, I'd though, even right? throw in Batman and Robin. <laughs> Go listen to that now on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. <laughs> nice. Nice self-promotion. <laughs> No, that's a really good question, Ryan. I'm racking my brain. Batman's a really good job um, of adapting as well, because like obviously, like things like Year One and Dark Knight Returns came later, um, but in t- like mm. you, just as a adaptation of Batman at the time, it's near on perfect. But again, that's a comedy, and so it's like it is a wacky world because of the sort of how they've set it up. Like it was camp, but I wouldn't go as far as to call it a comedy. I'm just looking down a list now. Just straight up the top is Alien vs. Predator, which I really, I love Alien vs. Predator. Yeah, me too. The first one. Mm. Is that, yeah, yeah, the first (laughs) one. Is that wacky? Is that wacky enough? I don't know. Yeah, but the movie is what it comes from originally. It's it's not coming being no, adapted, it was a is it? Dark Horse comic. Was yeah, it? really. Alien vs. Yeah. Predator. Oh shit! I didn't know that. Yeah, and a, I, I might be wrong on this, but I want to say there was a Sega Mega Drive game of it as well, maybe before the film. Okay, I've got I've got your answer for you, Ryan. I've got it. Go on. Uh, so a movie based on a wacky comic that does the comic justice. <gasps> oh, I just thought of one. I wonder if it's the same one. Watchmen? Well, I was going to say Heavy Metal. Uh, no, that uh, wasn't my one. My one is The Mask. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, The Mask movie's great. Yeah, that's a good one. Because that's... Oh, that's Son of the Mask. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that should probably be on our list, right? Maybe Men in Black. Oh, that's a good one. That's funny. I didn't uh, know Men in Black was a... Yeah, that was a comic. I thought that was just the movie as what well. About, uh, what about Kick-Ass? Kick-Ass? Yeah, Kick-Ass works. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, yeah. Well, I suppose actually the comic was kind of dark and then it became wacky. It did like <laughs> yeah. the reverse. Yeah. <laughs> it did like a switcheroo. Transmorphers. I mean, Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> so do they actually go into how Piccolo broke free in the first place? No. They just, they just say he broke free. He got out of his little jar, but how did he do that? Oh, he got his husband to help him open it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that a was big monkey. That was funny, right, guys? That, that was, was a little uh, help me open this jar joke. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get that. <laughs> he is an old man. He's two thousand years old. It's like he wouldn't he wouldn't be able to open it. Frail little hands. How old is he? He's two thousand, Wes. Oh, okay. Probably about two thousand and forty. Okay. Right. In the in the city, they have this screen that comes up, and it's got a little monkey. It's got a little monkey avatar that you can be. 
You see that? Wait, where are we now? Like we've we've skipped past the bomber scene, right? Oh, sorry. No, 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 that's good. That's good. That's fine. Ah, <laughs> oh, because Goku's eating a big chicken leg. Because in the, oh, yeah, that, manga, the Avatar Emporium, he's always eating food. There's a little monkey on the screen, and I feel like that's a little bit of a reference. I feel like they chucked that in. He's a little monkey boy. Little monkey. What's the Avatar Emporium for? Why would you use that? Uh, in what case you, you play a lot of Second Life. Is that the name of the game? <laughs> yeah, it is the name of the game. <laughs> Ali B, remember Second Life when me and Mark wrecked your house? That wasn't Second Life. That was like Active Worlds. I think that was cool. Active Worlds. <laughs> yeah, that was really funny. Oh, it? that's really old, isn't it? <laughs> Active Worlds. Fucking hell. Still so sore. Well, <laughs> wasn't on tibia. Uh, no, nah, I would have wrecked him on tibia. Right, we did this thing, right? We're in this in active world. He did this bullying so we, thing. We all we all had houses, <laughs> and obviously, in the you could like edit anything within the world. It doesn't matter if it was your house or anyone else's. Mm. Um, and when Ali B went on holiday, me and Mark set loads of like traps in his house. So if you touched, like, a certain thing, you'd be launched, like, 50 feet in the air or whatever. But the best thing was, if you touched, uh, like, the sofa, porn would come up and start playing on the TV in the house. Oh, that's great. (laughs) Oh, so funny. Yeah, it was really great. (laughs) (laughs) I loved how friendly my friends were to me. (laughs) We haven't gotten friendlier. Was this when you were kids? Yeah. Back in the olden days. In the olden days. Yeah, when, probably like year seven, year eight, 2004. Fucking hell. So long ago. Yeah, the world is a dangerous place now. It's always been dangerous. Mutants roam the street. So they go to find this guy. Who is this guy? Master guys? Roshi. And who is he? He's the guy that teaches Goku how to be a man. <laughs> how to follow his dreams. He's like... He um, in the Kamehameha. Yeah, he's like an old martial arts expert. Like one of the greatest martial artists in the entire world. Yeah, and he teaches Goku. He takes him on as a student. Teaches him the Kamehameha, which is like, you know, like the iconic attack from Dragon Ball and all its iterations. Okay. But his house in this is just sort of, it's like an apartment building that's just been plucked out and popped on this little island. Yeah, I actually quite well, like it. I think it's really stupid, but like fun. Yeah. Well, I I kind of got the feeling that like the city was built around that house. Like they refused oh. to move that apartment yeah. or something. Like Carl's house in Up. That's cool. I like that actually. You know, it's silly because I, his house is just in the middle of sort of an island in the manga, so it's a little bit of a reference. It's yeah. it's silly enough where it's like I I can get on board with this. This is fun. And he still has loads of porn, like he does in the That's true. manga. <laughs> I actually really like Master Roshi in this, too. I think he's very, very well acted for, you know, this movie, obviously. <laughs> well, he's probably, like, the, um, the best actor. Was it Chow Yun-Fat? Yeah, Chow Yun-Fat. Yeah, in this whole movie, he definitely is the but best yeah, actor. But yeah, he's been in loads of good films, hasn't he? Yeah. Like, Hard Boiled and Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. That's the thing, is that they do... They are faithful enough to Master Roshi compared to the other characters. In comparison, but they don't call him the turtle hermit or anything like that. No. He's just very old, strong man. But you find out that he taught Grandpa Gohan as well, and that's why Goku's going to see him. Yeah. He was given instructions by his uh, dead grandpa to go and see Master Roshi. I was upset that he wasn't wearing sunglasses in every scene, though. I know. And the lack of facial hair. They should have just dyed his hair white and given him a big fucking beard. Yeah. Even if they didn't go with the turtle shell... 
No, he needs a turtle shell. Oh, from that <laughs> yeah. description, I know who he is in the in the anime now. Yeah, in the Dragon Ball Z Budokai game, they have him um, spinning on a little turtle shell on the loading screen. They do, and you can move him around. You can move him around if you like spin the <sighs> all uh, the um, spin the analog stick. Budokai games had like interactive it's loading so screens. And then there was Roshi's alter ego, which he used to enter martial arts tournaments, which was Jackie Chun. <laughs> Jackie Chun. <laughs> They have a Bruce Lee-like character in it as well, don't they? I can't remember his name. But he's just a smarmy arsehole. Release the Jackie Chun cut. <laughs> <laughs> they should have just said he was Jackie Chun in this. I would have <laughs> thought that was great. They could have put him in that yellow shirt with all the letters on it. That shirt is sick. Yeah, that shirt is sick. Yeah, absolutely. But I don't understand. So he goes into Master Rishi's house. And he doesn't no, they just have a fight. there. Yeah. They just have a fight. To have a fight. To have a fight basically. and look through Yeah, porn. I feel like they just place the fights in here wherever they can. Well, they move so quickly from set piece to set piece. Because it's only a, you know, it's only a, what, 90 minute yeah. movie? Too long. Hour 25 even. <laughs> Hour 25. Still too so long. they're trying to fit in as much as possible into this, like, this amount of time. To be fair though, like, the setup for the rest of the movie from this point, where it's kind of like a scavenger hunt movie... I'm really into. I love things like that. What what other like scavenger hunt movies are there? Harry Potter, Infinity War, and Endgame. <laughs> well, I was gonna say Goblet of Fire is kind of similar to that. But yeah, I really like the idea of them going around and collecting all the Dragon Balls. Do I have a manga for you? Yeah. If you like people collecting Dragon Balls. Yeah. There's this real great manga What's you should called? read. Naruto. Naruto. Oh, oh good one, guys! <laughs> you did it. <laughs> We're both as unfunny yeah. as each other. <laughs> so, so fucking funny, man. Pee break. Pee break. A Dragon Ball pee. Oh, sorry, I got to feed the cat anyway. Break. Ooh. Well Let's skip forward to an hour and 20 minutes. So we watched the last. The credits, yeah? Yeah. And then at the end of the movie, at the end of the credits, Goku goes, What you doing? The movie's over. <laughs> Go home. Hikaru Kumo Tsukinoke fly away. Fly away. Karada Ju Hiro. Little Baba Panorama. Karaka don't get what up, fuckers? All right, shall we explain where we're up to on here now? Yeah. Where are we? <laughs> oh, okay. I'll do it then. <laughs> where are we in this piece of shit movie? Go. They've gotten to Master Roshi's house, and then Master Roshi and Goku had a fight. And they're there because, we didn't explain this earlier, but Bulma has a, a radar that can detect the Dragon Balls. And there's one at Master Roshi's house as well that he just sort of happens to have. Yeah, why does he have that? He just likes him. Okay. 
just a big fan of them. Yeah, I don't know, because they say... he. Do- I don't think he actually knows their purpose, does he? Just a coincidence, is it? Uh, well, he does in the manga as well. He's got one around his neck. He does, yeah, that's true. And he gives it to Bulma. So, for... Because <laughs> Bulma flashes Master Roshi <laughs> to get the Dragon Ball. She pulls up her skirt. That's true. That's actually what if happened. If only that happened in this movie. <laughs> Maybe I wouldn't have given it such a low rating. You're such... A fucking misogynist. I'm such a lad. They've set up to go on their little scavenger hunt. How cool is uh, Goku's, like, backpack that he's running with? Yeah, I mean, that is sort of, like, pretty much from the manga as well, almost. It, he he has, like, a turtle shell instead, okay. and he's sort of running with that. Big, heavy supposed to sort shell. of train him. I, uh, I thought that was actually a really cool prop, to be fair. It's like, if they had more of this sort of wacky stuff in, all this Master Roshi bit isn't that bad. I actually really like the Master Roshi stuff. Then you cut to... Piccolo being all ominous. What do you think of like the actual costume Piccolo's wearing? Because I don't really like it. It's really uh, I thought it looked fine. I think Ryan really hit it on the head. Like he does look like a character from Buffy or like Power Rangers. Yeah, he looks like a yeah, TV villain. Yeah, like it looked like yeah. looks like he could be in like Doctor Who or something. <laughs> Which I think we've brought up before. <laughs> I mean, like Doctor Who's sort of like the bar for bad special effects, right? Yeah. Like, the lowest effort special effects you can get away with on TV. You're going to piss off so many people. And the lowest effort writing, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> hey Yeah, I don't like Doctor Who. No, me either, really. Justin Chatwin was in an episode of Doctor Who. Wait, was he? he was. I only know that because I was just on his IMDb page. What episode? I don't know. He is going to be the new Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Goku. Oh. It was the 2016 Christmas special. Whoa. I probably watched that then. The Return of Doctor Mysterio. Mysterio? That's from Spider-Man. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> yeah. Nah, he's not a doctor in Spider-Man though, is he? Oh yeah, very true. Didn't get his medical license in time. Schmedical license. He didn't get his schmedical license. <laughs> so they're running through the desert. Goku's got his uh, big old backpack on. And they stumble across this, like, martial arts training session, as, as you, you do. do, and his girlfriend Chi-Chi is there. A long way from home, because they've been running through the fucking desert for a long time. God, if Goku had looked Chi-Chi in the eyes and said, you're a long <laughs> way from home. <laughs> <laughs> Goku gets her punched in the face. He calls her over yeah. and distracts her while she's in a fight, and then that dude absolutely smacks her one in the head. And then he's upside down in the back of a van. He's training. They've got to get in. See, this is the thing. They've got to rush through his training, basically. I feel like they rushed through a lot from this point on. The budget was running out. And they were like, shit, we're only on the first act. What do you think this bu- the budget was for the movie? It's 30, 30 uh, million. Yeah, it was 30 million. Which is the same as District 9. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. District 9's way better than this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, debatable. <laughs> it's the same year as well. You're telling me the budget doesn't reflect the quality. <laughs> I'm telling you that. <laughs> Get out. Waterworld is the best film I've ever seen. <laughs> hey, hey guys, though, this movie made 58 million back, so who's I laughing? was like eight quid of that. <laughs> I was eight million of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they've arrived in a hole. <laughs> Yeah, so after their little encounter with the martial arts group, Goku is training upside down and is exploding oranges. And then they, yeah, they drive right into a hole. It's pretty bright in that hole, but Yamcha is flashing a flashlight down there anyway. The sun is beaming down on them. 
<laughs> Master Roshi goes over the backstory again. So Roshi and Goku are two very strong people. You're telling me they can't get out of this hole? I'm not buying it. Well, they can. Well, that's the thing. I wrote that in my notes. Like, they consciously decide to just stay in the hole until nighttime. Stupid. And he's, like, sweating his fucking dick. You can see in this scene that he's in front of the fire and he's just sweating. (laughs) So much sweat. (laughs) And he's summoning the backstory from the fire. I do that. Just in case you forgot it the last two times. As the fire lit, it should have gone, Last time on Dragon Ball Z. (laughs) (laughs) He just sort of hops out. You see Shenron in the fire, though. Oh, that's true. That's true. Is this setting up the uh, wish, I guess? So they add a little bit to it. But this is the thing, is like, if they took out the entire, you know, school plot of it and stop explaining the backstory so many times, then... This movie would be an hour long. (laughs) Well, yeah. (laughs) Or (laughs) they could have put more time into the scenes that sort of matter a bit more. It's almost like it's not well written. <laughs> almost like that, Ryan, yeah. One thing I noticed about Yamcha's actor, his whole face looks like it's like an inch out of his head. <laughs> I don't know how to describe <laughs> it. But like it's like someone like grabbed the bit of his face like you know, the bit of his head with all his features on it and just dragged it out. <laughs> He's got Super Saiyan three eyebrows. He does have a very prominent brow. He's a Neanderthal. Man. But he's got the biceps of a god. Well, this is the thing, is that, again, like, these characters are really strong, and they basically just need to make a hole in this hole, and Yamcha has the equipment for it, right? So that's why they've introduced him. A whole hole? But they drill into this wall, and it just crumbles, and it's like a layer thick. Like, one small layer. Yeah. And then they yeah. get through. Like, he could have... They could have just punched through. Earlier on, Goku, you know, exploded all those lockers and, and all this stuff. I feel like they could just break down these rocks. Yeah, but he had a boner then. That's true. That's true. He, he was fighting off a boner. And you can tell he doesn't have a boner now. And there's a, even a scene later on that proves that Goku's more powerful with a boner. <laughs> <laughs> a Gokuna. A Gokona. A oh, God. A go- <laughs> Cut. Cut. A Boku. Wow. But a what? Koku. A co- a bo- co- yeah. a, but a... <laughs> a co- a co- Kirk? Go a cock. Co- a go I like that. <laughs> oh no. Go cock go. Cut all of that. <laughs> no. I'm keeping all that in. Ryan, are you editing all this in your head as the episode, as we're talking? Are you like, oh, I'll definitely cut out what he just said? I'm too flustered. It's so, uh, it's such a shock for me to be on such a prestigious podcast. Yeah, I know, right? I can't have With the Wesley... No, bleep, bleep, bleep. (laughs) (laughs) Quick, get his phone number. Uh, He lives near a... um, (laughs) He lives near a bleep? (laughs) They go through this hole. They start going through this hole and it goes back to uh, Piccolo and his airship. And he's having some babies. Making little demons out of his own cum. (laughs) Which comes out of his arm. Ali B said the word cum. That's where Namekian cum is kept. It's not an episode until I make a cum joke, okay? <laughs> this is the thing, is that in the manga, he spits cum. giant eggs out of his mouth. He spits cum out of his mouth after he's done sucking dick. <laughs> a baby comes, it forms from that little spool of jizz on the floor. Oh, I wasn't listening for a bit, and I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> we're just talking about how Piccolo can... I don't even know where we're going with this. He makes... He, he spits out an egg in the manga, right? And that's how and that's he makes his baby tambourine that's right and they could have cut to just the shadow of him spitting out this egg and i thought that'd be so much cooler you know they didn't have to have yeah, him like, into this the chair the thing is like he's an alien so if he just coughed up an egg that like grew weird monsters 
<laughs> like a little chicken egg. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be any weirder. It'd been really funny if like Piccolo really struggled to get the egg up. It was like a prolonged like five minute scene of him like gagging and like. <laughs> Occasionally, just does like the Oego face. <laughs> <laughs> So out of this hole, they end up at the top of a vol- volcano. So so stupid. <laughs> so so. <laughs> they transported. So they fight Piccolo's babies. They're so slimy. Very soon after, they are really sl- I've just so seen slimy and gloopy. They get kicked in the head. This is a proper like Power Rangers scene as well. Yeah, they're literally like the the putties from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yeah. So this is the thing: is that they throw these babies <laughs> after obviously defeating them into the lava to make like stepping stones <laughs> but the lava physics are correct <laughs> they wouldn't sink straight away no they wouldn't you kind of sizzle on the surface don't you yeah i mean they would be burning to death and you probably wouldn't be able to jump over them no they would break but... right if you put any sort of weight on it it would crumble Surely. yeah because it's still a liquid like yeah. um it would either i wouldn't like crumble it would just kind of you you would just Die. I think I've heard somewhere that it takes like half an hour to sink in lava, but you'd die like very, very soon after going in. Yeah, well, like the initial shock would you just like <laughs> you'd just be gone, wouldn't you? And it depends on how far you're thrown into it because you because it's like solid, it's like rock. Yeah. So you just hit it and then die from the impact a lot of the time. Anyway, I've heard that you kind of skim on the surface a bit, like a rock. Don't know how true that is. And you like bounce off. No, the like water, you know when the you. <laughs> Like really hot, a droplet of hot oil in a non-stick pan. (laughs) (laughs) A droplet of hot oil. (laughs) Try saying it. A droplet of hot oil. A droplet of hot oil. (laughs) Hashtag droplet of hot oil. (laughs) Droplet of hot cum. Polish a tad. (laughs) So yeah, and then we get some horrible, horrible uh, like CGI slash green screen of. Goku hopping across these crusty yeah. uh, egg creatures. Hashtag crusty cum boys. No, that's not what I said. <laughs> that's what he said, right? Ryan, yeah. Ryan, play that uh, back. The crusty cum boys. That's not what I sound like. But they're all dressed for very vastly different seasons in this, aren't they? They are. Goku's got like an autumnal vibe. Roshi's hitting the beach. Bulma's wearing that coat all the time. Yamcha's a spring boy. They don't even give like Goku an orange outfit, which I think until the end would be the least that they could do. Or blue. Well, until the end, yeah. But throughout this entire journey, he's not wearing appropriate attire. No. Yeah, like they could have just had Roshi be like, "If you're gonna be my student, you have to wear this." Yeah, like, that's on. right. And at least then, it's part of the training. You've got him in a, his costume. Because that's the thing, is that it's, like, in the manga, it's, like, weighted clothing, they say. Yeah, the blue part, right? Yeah, and so that could be why they get him to power up so quickly, you know? He becomes really strong in a short amount of time because he's training way above what he should be. Right. That's what they could do. But they want to save the costume until the end. They want to tease it until... Oh, but I hate that shit. No, but that's the thing, is at the end he could take off the blue part 
and it would be weighted, and then it would unlock all his power. I feel like this film teased everything you wanted and didn't give it to you until the end, and the payoff was <laughs> shit. You know, like we don't we don't get him in his costume till the end. We don't get the Uzaru yeah. till the end, and we don't get a Kamehameha till the end. And they are all awful, other than the costume, which I've already said I quite liked. But out of those three, that's the most underwhelming one. <laughs> it's rushed through so quickly as well. Yeah, they just they sort of bring out all these things at once, and then. It's gone as soon as it comes yeah. in like five minutes. Wait, did you guys know that Ernie Hudson was in this movie? Was that Ernie Hudson? Yeah. Because I knew I recognised him. Yeah, it's him. Ernie Hudson from Ghostbusters. That's that's funny. He's the best actor in this movie. Not even a Dragon Ball character either. Is that a brand new character? A lot of these are. As far uh, as okay. I'm aware, yeah. He's sharpening a pencil. <laughs> so they're like ancient elders, I guess, or something. And they're the ones that sealed Piccolo away originally. He and uh, Master Roshi and a few others. A couple other monks chucked in there. For good measure. For good measure. Gotta balance out your monks. So at the at the fifty-one minute mark, you get this really shoehorned relationship almost kiss. Yeah. Between Blue Streak and Longface. Bulma and Yamcha. Yeah. It was so unnecessary, right? I mean I don't I don't know if they're like in a relationship in the in the show or anything. Yeah, they they were together in the okay. in Dragon okay. Ball. Well it, it, that makes sense then. But in this, it just felt so... But unless you have the context yeah, of Yeah, exactly. That. It just felt so short, shoehorned in and unnecessary. When they started to like go in for a kiss, I was, uh, I just had no idea why it was happening. Yeah, I know. Wait, did they end up together in the end? In the, sh- in the, the manga? In this. In, no, in this movie. I don't know. Kind of. I don't remember them actually getting together. Ugh. Well, we'll see <laughs> soon, won't we? Yeah. <laughs> And you get Roshi and Goku are training together. Yeah, they're training to do the Kamehameha. It just... <laughs> training in Dragon Ball is meant to be like... They do like sparring and cool fights and... You know, they just start like shooting random energy beams at each other and like... Yeah. In this, it's just all this like poncy nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> just all this like floaty hand movements and... It's just not Dragon Ball. No. It's just it's a lot of nothing. It's just so like yeah, it is a lot of nothing. We say that a lot in this podcast. We know? do. Yeah. Yeah, but it's the perfect way to describe a movie like this because it is it yeah. is a whole lot of nothing. A whole lot of nothing. Like someone was just uh, yeah, it, it's pointless and underwhelming. For me, and I don't know if you guys can sort of agree with this, but for me it just feels like they've taken the very basics of dragon ball and put those into a movie is that right or yeah it's like they they got the character names they knew what the dragon balls were they got the iconic move like they knew that the kamehameha was like a big deal but i don't think i'd ever seen one (laughs) because they don't actually do any of like the iconic movements or anything no they don't anything like that he's just there's, there's not getting it's just beams and stuff in his arms uh, yeah it's and he's trying to light a torch <laughs> with it. i know what the fuck's that Which about? Is so underwhelming like he should be I like think this is when they explained airbending i'm pretty sure like the first time he does a kamehameha in the manga he like destroys a car yeah right? like, it's he, literally he does it it was never like a big like oh this massive move that you never can do like he just copies what roshi does and can do it <laughs> so that's the thing is they do build it up to be like this is you know a really powerful move that it takes years and years to perfect so you probably won't be able to do it at all and then he does it immediately and that's like the whole thing about it is that he's so strong that yeah it's like that's yeah goku is like oh he's special yeah 
<laughs> Whereas in this, it's like, no, he's a fucking nerd. <laughs> he's a fucking nerd. He can't do a Kamehameha <laughs> because his hands aren't floaty and weird. Wait, in my notes here, I just wrote 54 minutes in. Goku can use his key due to newfound boner energy. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing, is he's only incentive throughout this movie, aside from, you know, sort of avenging his grandpa a little bit. No, Not he, he brings never brings it up, up again, again. Is to get laid. He <laughs> is crushing pussy. He doesn't give a shit about his grandpa anymore. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He doesn't, yeah, he doesn't give a... Like, the fact that... Okay, this is jumping ahead, but I don't care anymore. The fact that he chooses to resurrect Roshi at the end instead oh of his God, grandpa yeah. is ridiculous. <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. In the original manga, they say um, resurrect like everyone that Piccolo killed. Yeah, yeah. They always do shit like that. Like everyone that died in the last twenty-four hours. <laughs> Loophole. But yeah. So what happens is all these torches are not lit before, and he's struggling to sort of. No, he's struggling to blow them out. Is that right? No, to put to turn them on. To no, light he's them. lighting them. Sorry. So he's struggling to light them. Yeah. And he, she says, "You can move one step closer to me for every <laughs> every torch that you can light." <laughs> but don't you dare look at me <laughs> and then yeah he lights them one by one and then lights three at once yeah he gives a the fuck me eyes yeah he gives the, the fucking side eyes they kiss and then he puts them all out at once he's really good at putting things out he was about yeah. to come it gets incredibly dark from all of those torches that he's just lit going out but you can see the ones that are just in the background are all Exactly the same. They're all still lit. So it gets really dark. I can't believe that's Ernie <laughs> Hudson. What is Ernie Hudson doing? Ernie Hudson and Master Roshi. Should have got Ernie Hudson to play Master Roshi. Oh, this is another thing. They build up the Ozaru to be like this huge thing and like even bigger than Piccolo. He's even more scary than Piccolo. Yeah. But they don't actually... They show what it sort of looks like at the start, but he only gets about a minute of screen time at the end. Like, this, this is the kind of thing that wouldn't have affected Wes on his watch through, but, like, Uzaru in, again, the manga and the anime is, like, this massive 50 to 100 foot tall, depending on, like, yeah. who's drawing that particular episode. <laughs> massive, like, 50 foot tall ape, and it's fucking cool as fuck. In this, he grows, like, two foot taller. Like, <laughs> maybe, like, a few inches taller than me in real life. You are ten foot tall, though. <laughs> and looks like a yeah. pig. <laughs> looks like a pig wolf. <laughs> like, you, you couldn't even tell that it's meant to be, like, a gorilla. I had no idea. I thought he was just a werewolf. I mean, he may as well be in this, though. Yeah, because here's the other thing. Like, they don't give Goku a tail. What do you think of that? Yeah, I mean... Again, I think it's the the antenna thing where it would be hard to animate. And... Re- release the tail cut. <laughs> I don't think they had enough budget to give him a tail. But like a tail would have explained like at least yeah you know, he's not yeah. human. That's what the pig nose did. <laughs> okay, so should we explain the scene? I don't know, Ryan. So Goku and Chi Chi fuck. They have a little. They have a little slap and tickle. What is going on right now? Do you reckon they did actually fuck? Of course they did. He what? blew up the lights. It turned. It faded to black. He's. She's full up now. What, what else do you think people do when all the lights go out? <laughs> yeah. Oh man. <laughs> that explains a lot throughout my life. And then it's what the next morning? It's not the next morning, is it? It's still night. Still night time. And uh, Chi Chi comes out, and uh, Yancha and Bulma are there as well. And they go like, "Oh, I didn't know." Doing the walk of shame. Who had it in him? <laughs> 
<laughs> they had bets on him being impotent. <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh, she uh, just sort of leaves, but she's got the Dragon Ball. Chi-Chi has. She got all the Dragon Balls. <laughs> she took Goku's balls. Goku is definitely Ayo. a virgin, right? Oh, absolutely. This is the first time. <laughs> oh my god, do you even have to ask? <laughs> He's now in uh, Heffel. There's a little reference for you. little reference there. What was that sound for? It's something for infinite ha- home, home for, for infinite, infinite losers. Because yeah. they couldn't call it hell. <laughs> that's stupid. Oh, that's great. Censorship is dumb. Nothing should be censored. Kids should watch <laughs> Pulp Fiction. Kids should watch Pulp Fiction. Kids should watch Antichrist. Kids should watch Antichrist. <laughs> when I was a child, I saw Willem Dafoe come blood. And you know what? It builds character. It builds character. I remember South Park was so shocking when we were kids. But did you guys watch it a lot when you were little? Yeah. That's one of the reasons... Well, not one of the reasons, but one of the things me and Wes talked about a lot when we were younger. Yeah. Me, me and Ali mm. B recently watched the movie again together a few weeks ago. We did. I watched it as well recently. I told him this story when we were watching it, but I'll tell you, Ryan. When it first came out, my mum bought it for me on video and we took it home and she put it on for me. Keep in mind, I was probably like 10 at the time and she put it on and obviously within the first like, what, like 10 minutes is the Uncle Fucker song and <laughs> she did, she had no idea. I don't know how she didn't know what South Park was or how bad it was going to be, but she literally like, yeah. I've never seen her move so fast. I remember her moving so fast, turning it off, and she took me back to the video store to return it and get her money back. Oh my god. That's so funny. <laughs> Is your mum Sheila Broflovsky? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I have a similar story, but with the first Jackass movie. Oh yeah. I was bought that on DVD. God, when did that even come out? Like 2003? 2001? Really? Well, yeah, I was definitely too young to have that. But I had asked for it because I was a cool kid. And my mum watched <laughs> one scene with me. And I think it was like Chris Pontius putting a fire, tying a firework to the end of his dick. <laughs> and she was just like, I'm going to hide this DVD. <laughs> but I knew where she hid it. Do you know the uh, the game Conker's Bad Fur Day? Yeah. Notoriously adult. Yeah. Kids looking game. And I got it when I was a kid. And... It made me feel like physically sick from all the swearing and stuff in it. I was such like a sensitive little kid. You were a little geeky. I know. I told my dad to take it back. <laughs> Mate, you shouldn't. Because do you know how much like an original Conkers is worth now? Oh my god, Ryan, you're worse than you're Goku. S- <laughs> that's like that's like one of the purest things I've ever heard, Ryan. <laughs> that's like the most adorable story. Mummy, mummy, take this back to the store because the content is not suitable for boys of my the age. The swear words made my belly feel ill. I did a sick when the man said fuck. <laughs> the only game that I wasn't allowed to play, and this was like, I don't even know when, was Robocop versus Terminator for Sega Mega Drive. Why? Because, oh, yeah. like, it was so bloody... <laughs> Was just it? like yeah. the most exaggerated blood and guts but then like eventually my parents just stopped caring and just let us play it <laughs> yeah because they never really had a problem with us like playing gta games and stuff yeah i used to watch my dad play the first gta game on playstation one yeah and like they were talking about you know killing hookers and stuff mm. and you turned out just fine and i turned out just fine. you haven't killed a hooker in weeks <laughs> <laughs> it's funny when did the psp come out 2004? 2005? 2005. I want to say 2005. 
There was a GTA game that came out on the PSP. Like Liberty City Stories? That's right, yeah, I think it was. I like, had that. Yeah. I went to game to get it with my dad. And he said, like, don't you think it would be a bit too hard for you? It's <laughs> 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 an 18. <laughs> he was like, yeah, I don't That's think so this is cool. right for you. Did like, he think, like, the age rating was, like, a difficulty rating? Like, did you see eight? Yeah, did you see know. like eighteen on the case? I was like, he's got to be as smart as an eighteen-year-old to complete this. <laughs> I mean, he must have known about GTA, right? Yeah, yeah. I remember I went to buy the original Sims game, and I was buying it in Argos, <laughs> and I was with like my friend and his mum, and we got to the till, and the the person was like, "Oh, this game's actually like a twelve or something." <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, are you, are you buying this for your kids? And then she was like, are you sure your mum would let you have this game, Alex? <laughs> and I was like, I literally just want to build a house. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to build a house, remove the exits, and set them yeah. all on fire. <laughs> just want to delete the ladder from the pool and watch my kids drown. <laughs> you ended up downloading all the nude mods. Well, not until, like, Sims 3, but... <laughs> Not until last week. <laughs> Talking about buying things, guys, why don't you come over to my little dirty merch table? Ooh. Oh. <laughs> I had some merch from this film. Yeah? What did you have? I had the PSP game. I think I played that. Yeah. Like, it wasn't a bad game, because I'm pretty sure it just used the same engine as the other Dragon Ball Z Shin games. Budokai, yeah. Yeah, it was just the Shin Budokai engine, so... It's literally a reskin of Shin Budokai with the characters from this movie in. Yeah, so like worse. Yeah, well, it's, yeah. it's Shin. It's Shin Budokai, but you can't play as any of the characters you want to play as. <laughs> but Goku does have the outfit. In that. It's weird because they actually did um, the same thing for Street Fighter. They released a Street yeah. Fighter the movie game. <laughs> so like you can play Street Fighter, but you have to play like. Kylie Minogue's Cami. I swear I remember playing that Street Fighter game, but I never played Street Fighter 2 when I was a kid. Oh, really? So you, yeah. You're like maybe first experience of a Street Fighter game. It's with it's the Van Damme. Jean Claude Van Damme. Sure <laughs> Amazing forearms. On my little search for some. For some merch. Search for some merch. Hashtag, I love that. Hashtag search for merch. That's great. So there's like there's like some figures and things like that. There weren't really any like McDonald's tie-ins or anything like that, which I thought there almost definitely would be. There was a sticker book, and I I was almost tempted to buy one of the sticker packs, but I did that for Street Fighter. Really. Yeah, we've been there. But what I did find oh. is on eBay right now for sale, uh, and there's 50 listings for this, all different. Are original storyboard sketches. Oh wow! By the artist Dan Frager. Frager. What? That's cool. Wow. And they're, they're they're literally all available to buy. They're all original storyboards that were used during the actual production of the movie. How much? Uh, so they're twenty six pounds, and that's converted from American dollars. Did you buy any? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, I want to get the scene of. Goku staring at Chi Chi in school. I want the storyboard <laughs> of that. With the strawberry and the f- yeah. flower fields behind her. That's amazing. It's funny because I have a Dragon Ball, like a cell from the original Dragon Ball up in my room. That's really cool. And it's like one of my favourite presents that I've ever got. I don't think I own any Dragon Ball merch now that uh, my brother has all, well, yours and my Dragon Ball manga. So it's your young brother, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> no, my older brother, Chris. 
What's his mobile number? Oh, Chris. Yeah! But he has loads of Dragon Ball stuff. He's got loads of statues and stuff. But that concludes my merch table segment. That's quite good though. That's the thing. I'll get the cell that I've got from the original Dragon Ball and I'll get a the story, story one <laughs> from Dragon Ball Evolution and put them next to each other. So Chi-Chi just left with all the Dragon Balls and then you realise that wasn't actually Chi-Chi. It was Mai in Chi-Chi clothes, disguise, body form. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's using some sort of magic, but it's not really explained. Whatever, it doesn't really matter, does it? No. Uh, doesn't. Nope, don't care. What does Goku do to Chi-Chi? Kills them both. Fucking kills them. <laughs> kills them both, can't be sure. <laughs> yeah, can't be sure, just kill them both. Get rid of them. <laughs> he's got a gun and he's doing that like, which one's the real Chi-Chi? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me something only the real Chi-Chi would say. <laughs> Stop fucking staring at me. <laughs> It's not even that. She just goes, I'm the real one. He just punches the other one instead. <laughs> yeah, without so, any proof. So fucking shit. It's pretty solid logic, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, you must be the real one. I mean, it is 50-50. Honestly, the scene where she's fighting herself is very well done. Like, that couldn't have been easy to film. It's a good point, yeah. Do you think they're twins? <laughs> <laughs> so he knocks out Gigi, and then he realises that she's got the scar on her arm. From what? I can't remember. That's how Mai got her DNA. When they were fighting in the, like, tournament. I don't know. There's some kind of tournament going on for some reason. <laughs> and Chi-Chi is part of it. Yeah, I was really confused with that scene because I didn't know why the bad woman... What's her name? You've said it so Mai. many times. Mai. I didn't understand why she was taking part in this tournament. She cuts her halfway through that and gathers some of her blood. I think it's just to show that she can fight, so that it sets up this scene, basically. Yeah. That's yeah, why they have her. the showdown. She gets the blood so that she can turn into Gigi, I guess. Yeah. Right, right, right. Okay, I'm putting it together now. And then Mai blasts Goku with a gun, <laughs> shoots him. What's the point of learning how to do cool energy blasts if you can just buy a gun that does it for you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just like, yeah, fair enough, you can shoot it from your hands, but... I'm just going to shoot you with my actual gun. Master Roshi uses the Kamehameha to heal Goku. Yeah. Comes back to life. That's not a thing, by the way, Wes. What do you mean that's not a thing? You can't that's bring people thing. back to life. Like, you can't use an attack to heal someone. You can't beam him back to life. That's like a a gun that... Rem- that God saves lives. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. So they all crowd around Goku and he's all dead. <laughs> Let him die. And then he comes back. So what he's doing now is an attack. What would be a, an attack in Dragon Ball? Well, it, it's so far removed from an actual Kamehameha. Okay, okay. I honestly prefer the super half assed attempt at a Hadouken in the Street Fighter movie <laughs> than the attempt at a Kamehameha in this. Yeah. What about Ken's little uh, sure, 360 can- jump? <laughs> Uh, no, that was bad. <laughs> so Goku gets resuscitated. Master Roshi gets the jar to put Piccolo back in. Mafuba! Mafuba. Which they've been sort of doing a ritual on so that Piccolo can go back in. And then they go and find the Dragon Balls again after they've been stolen. Jar of Piccolos. <laughs> Classic of Piccolos. Alice in Chain album. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Fucking arsehole. <laughs> but there's a lot of really good CGI here. Oh my god. When he's trying to summon Shenron. Piccolo's summoning Shenron. Piccolo looks really white in this scene. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Because yeah. he is. He looks a lot whiter. 
That's so funny. Yeah, and he he kind of like gets greener, like shot to shot. It's almost like they did it in post. So they're driving, they're trying to get to Piccolo before he can summon Shenron, which is the dragon. And what is Piccolo's wish? He just wants to take over the world, right? Yeah. Yeah. Something like I don't that. Fucking no, dude. In the mango, he uh, <laughs> is summoning Shenron so that he can, because he's really old when you first see Piccolo. Yeah. Demon King Piccolo. Demon King. Yeah, because he wasn't a Namekian, was he? He was a demon. Yeah, he's a demon. Well, that's. I mean, I don't think he knows where he comes from in there no. until like Dragon Ball Z, and then he's like sort of resurrected. But they say Namekian in this. They do. Yeah. I mean, again, you know, they're just taking bits and pieces from. They're the just fucking picking names out of a fucking hat. So their car just turns into a flying car. Yeah. I mean, they could have done that the whole time. Dragon right? Ball Z. I know, right? Why didn't they just fly the whole way? They didn't have enough petrol for it, I guess. But Piccolo, um, he takes off his robe. Yeah. And throws it to the side. Superhero landing. His costume looks so cheap now. Yeah. Like, that is an action figure. Yeah, because, like, if they just, like given him his purple robes from the the manga. Yeah. Just do that. It would have been cheaper and it would have looked better. If they gave him his turban and didn't give him his antenna, you know, at least you could use that as a reason for him not having them. But they're saying that because of the solar eclipse, that's what summons Ozaru, right? Which is wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's meant to be a full moon. Full moon, yeah. But you find out that Goku is Ozaru, which means Goku is 2,000 years old. But he was a baby. Yeah, like... it's This is so weird, I don't understand. Like, uh, yeah, I, I I feel like I need to sit down with um, James Wong and the writer and have them explain <laughs> that to me. So he, he is Ozaru. Mm. He was the one that helped Piccolo 2,000 years ago. Yeah, but, but he's a baby. He's in high school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's just another notch in the Goku is actually a stalker rapist uh, <laughs> <laughs> column. For uh, for someone who didn't know that Goku was Osaru, uh, I was like, oh, cool, twist. <laughs> yeah. Watching this back again, because it's been such a long... It probably was about 10 years since I've seen this. But watching it back again, I didn't realise that they would still go along with that. I thought they would have them as two separate people. But that's like a specifically saying trait. But they say, like, Uzaru is his, like, what, bodyguard? I don't know, Ryan. Goku's transformation is fucking disgusting. It's really <laughs> it's bad. so gross. It also looks like garbage. Yeah. It's so bad. And then Uzaru in general just looks awful. It does. Yeah. Like, you've got a couple quick shots of his feet running through the gravel, and they're, like, practical effects, mm. which look fine. But any shot of him from, like, the ankles up <laughs> is dreadful. This is when they must have sort of gone like okay our budget's running so thin now we need to just get this over and done with because this is why they don't sort of focus on Ozari so much at the end like if they had done this like an old 80s movie Teen Wolf or something transformation in that yeah yeah like it's cheesy but it's a lot more fun they should have just done like the like the classic 1940s horror like he falls behind the desk and comes back up as Ozari <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh yeah, he fall, he falls behind it, falls behind a rock, and then you just see his like claw come yeah, up over the that's rock. Right, yeah, that would have been great. That would actually been way better. No, you've, you've cracked that, Ali. Yeah, yeah. It's the old Jekyll and Hyde. So Ozari's just sort of crashing through the walls. Yeah. In slow mo. In slow mo. Of course, slow mo. So gross, man. 
Watching this back, it's just disgusting. I'm watching this transformation back, and it's so grim. Like, he chokes out Master Roshi, and Master Roshi's dead. Well, yeah, and then Roshi's, like, grabbing his arm. Roshi's hands just look like they're floating yeah. like, on his arm because of the awful CGI. And you get these weird, like, cuts between Asaru and Goku. Like, how hard would it have been to make a practical hand? Yeah, yeah. they made some sort of practical feat. I mean, how much more expensive would that have been than CGI? Exactly. So Goku is now fighting Piccolo after uh, transforming back into Goku. He sort of turns back into Goku through sheer will, I guess. After killing him, though. <laughs> after killing Roshi. After killing Master Roshi. He kills I Master Roshi. Because he's so sad. He did that intentionally. Then he wants to turn back. He needed an excuse to get rid of him. <laughs> <laughs> Piccolo's like, oh, you shouldn't be able to do that. And he goes, Man. first rule is there are no rules. Which isn't really relevant. It's <laughs> so fucking stupid, dude. To be fair, they do say that at the start. Grandpa Gohan says that. It's something that you're supposed to hold on to. Oh, really? Yeah. It's when they're first training. But, like, it's such a non-thing. And then Bulma throws a motorbike at May. (laughs) 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 Unravels from the capsule. And it looks so bad. Yeah, and then she does that, like, sort of matrix slide underneath the motorbike. Yeah. It's pretty slick. I like that. <laughs> but Goku and Piccolo are also fighting, and they're sort of flying up in the air and exchanging blows. And it's so weedy looking as well. <laughs> they have all these intricate, like, beams and these fight scenes and stuff for really, like, nothing. It's because you can tell they had no, like, plan. Yeah. Like, the... The special, they just told the special effects guy, like, add beams. <laughs> exactly. They're not even beams, are they? Add wispy clouds. Because yeah. <laughs> we're cowards. Only real directors commit to beams. Beams. Yamcha saves Bulma from being shot, I guess. I just wrote down that, like, these characters haven't been together enough to form these sort of bonds like they really care about each other but how long have they been traveling together like a day or two (laughs) pretty much yeah they've fallen in love and like they they're risking their lives for each other and all this shit (laughs) in the scene where they fall down the hole if they had actually sort of had a bit of calm a bit of like bonding where they actually sort of yeah i agree speak yeah yeah as actual characters together that's all it sort of would have needed for me to fill in those blanks where it's like, oh, okay, they feel this way because... They are actually friends. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or, you know, they could say that, oh, we've been traveling together for so long now, and that would have just filled in that little yeah. sort of extra. But yeah, the, these people all feel like strangers. Exactly. And I think that's uh, something, like, I think the best example of that is, like, Lord of the Rings. Mm. Like, you really get a sense by the end of it that, like... These guys have all been through hell together. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 100%. Whereas in this, it's just like, what the fuck are you crying for? <laughs> Granted, Lord of the Rings have has like twelve hours of <laughs> yeah. time to complete that. This has an hour and twelve hours but... and thirty something Oscars, baby. <laughs> 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 it just makes me think, like, why are there a lot of these kind of movies? You know, these weird adaptations that feel so rushed. To make to make it, a quick twenty eight million, mate. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, yeah. it won because it made the money. It made its money back and more. But that's the thing is like and that's it, that technically is that technically a success? I suppose so. Yeah. I can't imagine there was much of a budget for marketing and stuff as well. They had posters in the cinema. I can't. I don't remember this being advertised on TV much. 
if at all. I don't watch TV enough to tell you if that's true or not. <laughs> no, yeah, that's true. Especially in 2009. I don't remember it being promoted at the cinema even, really, though. That's true. Yeah. No, I never remember seeing trailers for anything, but it was 11 years ago, so I have no idea. What else came out in 2009? District 9. District 9, that's right, yeah. <laughs> Again, same budget. Did that come out in 2009? Oh, yeah. Isn't it insane? Mate, Avatar, Watchmen. Wow. X-Men Origins Wolverine. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Friday the 13th remake. That was actually really good. Fantastic Mr. Fox, that was sick. That's Wes Anderson, isn't it? Oh, what a great movie. Yeah. Yeah. Street Fighter, The Legend of Chun-Li. <laughs> Is that a direct <laughs> sequel? The Hangover. <laughs> Whoa. Transmorphers Fall of Man came out this year. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the one we watched? No, that's the sequel, no, that's isn't the it? Sequel. Fall of Man. Fanboys. Oh, did you watch Fanboys? Oh, man. You guys seen oh, Fanboys? Fanboy. I've seen Fanboys. Yeah, I remember. I, I've seen Fanboys. <sighs> it's been such a long time, I don't know if it's good or not. Yeah. I think I only saw it because Kevin Smith's in it. Oh, yeah, he is. It's got, he? like, fucking so many cameos and stuff like that. Saw 6. Zombieland. Zombieland's great. Sherlock Holmes. I yeah, like Sherlock Holmes is pretty good as well. Notorious, you know, the Notorious B.I.G. movie. <laughs> that feels, like, way more recent than, uh, like, Hangover and stuff. Up. Sick. So pretty 2009, decent year for films. We have to talk about the Kamehameha. The flying Kamehameha. Like, okay, okay, okay. Strap in, folks. <laughs> my, my first thought is it's bad. My second thought is it's terrible. <laughs> uh, my third and final thought is that it's an abomination. There's just like there's no power behind it. Like yeah. when fucking they do come at like big come out of in Dragon Ball, you see like fucking like mountains collapsing and shit. You know, like you get the sense that like what's happening is massive and like especially in a scene like this, like when he's firing attack back, and you get the cool like beam struggle you know like the two moves hit each other and they're like you get none of that like he like effortlessly just like glides with a Kamehameha towards Piccolo and it looks awful like I know this film has some bad CGI but like you would have thought like they would have put some effort behind a Kamehameha right his last successful one was lighting a torch (laughs) before this yeah that's one of my main notes is like how does Goku become this powerful so quickly? The problem with this film is, like, he should have always been really powerful. There shouldn't have ever been, like, a time where he's, like, this weedy nerd, ever. Well, he kind of is, though. He's more powerful than normal people, but that's just because he's been training with his grandpa, Yeah, right? but, like, they still make him into this dweeby little shit. <laughs> yeah, there's points yeah. where he can't light the torches. Yeah. You know? like, and then... And then somehow he just musters it out of nowhere. Like, if he had always been this, like, amazingly gifted fighter and then fights Mm. Piccolo and he's getting his ass kicked. Like, I reckon those two should have had a fight earlier in the film to make the threat of Piccolo seem legit. But you don't see Piccolo really fight anyone proper. No one... Yeah, I agree with that. I like that. They definitely should have had a fight before. Yeah. Piccolo is not... A sort of foreboding character whatsoever. No, and it also it also would have been very, very Dragon Ball for uh, them to have had a fight earlier and for Goku to have not won. You know, which does happen in the manga yeah, as well. Then he goes away, yeah. trains, 
becomes ridiculously powerful, mm. comes back, and they have an even more epic fight. Not that it's super relevant to the movie, but they say that when Saiyans get their ass kicked, they come back, and then they're way more strong yeah, because they're of stronger. the battle. Yeah. But it's like, there's, there's these little things that could have just been thrown in and explained uh, just so that you've got something, you know, to make it feel like this is much bigger than it is. Is that in the show, that if they get defeated, they come back stronger? Yeah. That's insane. Why wouldn't have they put that in the movie? <laughs> it's just they didn't put a lot in this movie. It would yeah. have slotted in so well. Like, it makes yeah. so much sense in the context of, like, okay, he gets beat up. Yeah. It doesn't even need to be by Piccolo, maybe. It's something else. And then he comes back and he's just, like, ripped, you know? I feel like even if they had the struggle where he couldn't do the Kamehameha, right? And he was just... He was a really good fighter, but he had a trouble pulling off, like, beams and shit. And he can't yeah. control his key. It's something. Yeah, yeah, but you don't even get, like, a proper sense of his fighting ability, do you? No, like, not at it's all. Just... He fought some high school kids. Exactly. He fought some jocks. <laughs> Whereas, like, by the time he fought Demon King Piccolo in the manga he had won like world martial arts tournaments had destroyed like a robot army there were stakes yeah they should have just scaled it way 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 back the first series of dragon ball the original dragon ball is really good it's just just, like going around helping random villagers and yeah it's a scavenger hunt it's the same sort of thing it's it's just a scavenger hunt to find the dragon balls and then they get stolen and then they get uh, trapped in like a castle if they had literally done the first season of Dragon Ball, I think it would have been a much better movie. Do you think Dragon Ball is actually adaptable in live action? I don't yeah, really think it is. Not really. It's such like a alien, fantastical world. Unless they had like a magic... Magic. Unless they had a massive budget, they really wouldn't be able to do much with it. I just don't see... An animated 3D movie, maybe. Yeah, that was just what I was thinking. Like They could do like a cool CG film. But mm. no, I just don't think you could properly capture like all the action. Is it because the show is too ridiculous and too crazy? It, it's mainly the action stuff. I just don't feel like you could do it justice. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, they do it so well in the anime, but that's because it's animated and there's so much like you can do with the. I suppose like a bigger question is why the fuck even try? <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. You know, like I for that a, sweet sweet twenty eight mil. It's, it's the same for like any live action anime adaptation like why fucking do it like who are you making this for well that's the thing i think that's where this movie was lost i I don't think they realized who their target audience was Mm. for a live action dragon Ball. yeah because they weren't doing it for the fans no absolutely not because it's a kids movie it feels like a straight to dvd like nickelodeon movie. but then there like wasn't even enough in this to have kept me entertained as a kid (laughs) no no (laughs) Because it's not like a bright, colourful film. Loads of this is like washed out and. Were any of the uh, Marvel movies around at this time? <laughs> the big. By two thousand and nine, we hadn't had Avengers yet. Iron Man. That was two thousand eight. Iron Man was around. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. Thinking. And Hulk, Incredible Hulk, would have been out. That's right. Yeah. But the thing is, a lot of good did come out of this movie, because it got Akira Toriyama, who is the creator of Dragon Ball, yeah, back into. You know, being really eagle eye on everything Dragon Ball from then on. Yeah, one year after this, he made that Goku and his friends return anime short. Yeah. And then started work on Dragon Ball Super. So yeah, thank you Dragon Ball Evolution for bringing <laughs> Dragon Ball back properly. <laughs> <laughs> but how crazy is that? That this film was so shit 
that the original creator was just like, nope, I'm bringing it back so people don't remember Dragon Ball for shit. (laughs) (laughs) I still don't think it's that terrible of a movie. I just think it does so much wrong Uh, to the original. I disagree. Um, Yeah? Well, hold on. Let's get to the end of the movie first. Okay. Oh, yeah. We're not even at the fucking end. No. And then we'll get to that. (laughs) Well, we can really glaze over all this shit. So he does the big Kamehameha, which I talked about, completely wipes out Piccolo. They realise Yoshi's... Yoshi? Did I say Yoshi? Yoshi's dead. (laughs) Yoshi. (laughs) They realise that Roshi's killed, and then Goku summons Shenron with the Dragon Balls. Somehow he knows how to do that. Yeah, again, just so powerful all of a sudden. (laughs) I will say the tiny glimpse you get at Shenron is cool as fuck. See, I thought it was really underwhelming. I know they can't really do the scale and, like, what they did in the anime or anything. I didn't like that he was all gold and not green. Yeah. Also, one thing I read online is that Chris Sabat, who's a voice actor from the anime, Wes, uh, he was meant to voice Shenron as, like, a cameo. Oh, right. Uh, But they cut all of Shenron's lines. (laughs) (laughs) Because, like, the dragons talk in the uh, manga. Okay, okay. Also, yeah, I know I said about not doing the Kamehameha properly, but Piccolo, also during that fight, doesn't do any of his... No, no special beam cannon. He could have shot beams out of his mouth. It would have been way more interesting. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure in the manga, Goku pulls off a Kamehameha with his feet. He does, In that fight. (laughs) It's because he can't use his arms anymore. So yeah. he shoots one out of his feet so that he can sort of blast back into the battle or something. I can't really remember. So there is, like, silly, absurd shit like that. Yeah. So Roshi is wished back to life instead of Goku's grandpa because clearly yep. <laughs> didn't love his grandpa that much. No, he wanted him dead. That's what I was saying yeah. the whole time. Yeah, exactly. He was sick of eating chicken feet. He was sick of eating whole ducks. Yeah, he was getting really unwell from his diet of just chicken feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then, he, then he heads back to see his girlfriend, Chi-Chi. They have a big old smooch. And then they try and kick each other in the face. The freeze frame is really weird at the <laughs> end. Because he's like about to punch her in the foot. <laughs> yeah, he goes in for a punch and yeah. she goes in for a kick. Like, he's lost that, right? <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> she has, like, an extra two feet of reach. <laughs> she is going to kick him in the face before his fist reaches anywhere. He just wanted to touch her feet. <laughs> <laughs> there is a mid credit scene. I know. Big baby Piccolo being swaddled in a blanket. Piccolo in a blanket, which is the weirdest fucking... <laughs> so funny. It's so Wait, weird. Wait, what? I think I skipped over it. this. Yeah, so you see a villager nursing Piccolo back to health. Then he rolls... <laughs> it's, I'm just <laughs> watching it again. He, like, rolls over in bed. Like, what? <laughs> He's being swaddled in a blanket. Mummy, tuck me in. <laughs> Pretty soup. He's just having a little nap. Yeah. He's like, <gasps> Mum, Goku beat me up. He looks well grouchy that he's, he's been woke up from nap nap pre- time. <laughs> he's pretending to be asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, pretend to be asleep. <laughs> God. Mum, Goku was a very nice Oh, to me. mate, I have never been happier that we've finished talking about a film. <laughs> he looks so perturbed. <laughs> he's, woken up. he's pissed off. Also, in the credits... Oh, have you got some crazy credits for us? 
No, nice. I haven't got crazy credits for you. I've just got a name that's fun. No Saiyans were harmed during the filming of this movie. <laughs> There's a person called Texas Battle. Wow. That's their name. That's not their character name. Oh, yeah, Texas Battle. Where that's have I their heard name. this recently? I think when I was on the IMDb for this film, I noticed that there was someone called Texas Battle. That should be a character name. Yeah. <laughs> Well, weirdly enough, he was he was in James Wong's earlier film, Final Destination 3. Oh. And he's also in Coach Carter. Well, should we go over our redemption points? So obviously I said Goku's gi, his outfit at the end. Probably as close as you can get mm. in a live-action adaptation. Was a fan of that. Not a big fan, though, as you can tell by the tone of my voice. <laughs> and uh, I guess it's not even really a redemption point. I didn't hate James Masters Piccolo. Right. I thought like like yeah, he was like hamming it up as a villain, but yeah. That's exactly what this film kind of needed. Yeah. It needed everyone at his level of ham. That's on my list as well. Like I thought James Masters was all right. But I like I like him anyway, so it's a bit biased. Pretty much the only person in the entire production that was a fan beforehand. Sure. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, he, he was a massive Dragon Ball Z fan. That's interesting. Well, he doesn't get enough screen time, though. That's the only thing. No, he doesn't. Uh, it needs way more of him. And he should have. He's the main villain. Underusing your villain is a, mm. it's a common trap, I think. Not just in films, but like games and stuff as well. They build up Ozaru to be so much more of a villain than Piccolo in this. So then when Piccolo actually shows up and starts fighting, it's so underwhelming. Like, he just doesn't. This film didn't use Shala Head Shala so it's the worst movie ever made <laughs> that's the theme song to Dragon Ball Z okay Whereas, yeah. <laughs> my first redemption point is I guess I wasn't as bored as some of the previous movies we've watched <laughs> that's fair no that's fair because I, I actually enjoyed every minute of this even though it was terrible oh man I, yeah, I did not have I, that experience I did I agree bored. I I agree with you, Ryan. That's the thing. I have been way more bored. It comes back to, you know, two-headed shark attack. I was way more bored watching that. Oh, I suppose. This. Mm. this was, like, at least slightly entertaining. Still bad, but, you know, slightly entertaining. When I was listening back to Movie 43 and editing it, it felt so like you were done with it in every <laughs> single sketch. So it was hard to get through just because of that. Yeah. Going through the raw audio of that was like, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> but especially towards the end, like the last few sketches, you're just like, man, I can't. I just don't want to do this anymore. No, it was really bad. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's not a redemption point at all. But as I mentioned before, I was really hoping for more crazy looking alien people. Yeah. Mm. Just more wacky characters and like... Even you share it, like you sending me that picture of what Roshi looks like in the show. Now I kind of wish he looked a bit more wacky as well. In the manga, the world's all populated by weird anthropomorphic animals and shit, isn't it? Like the mayor is like a dog or something, isn't he? Yeah. There's like as many like bear and dog and cat people as there are humans. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously they didn't have the budget for that, no, but. I wish they had, like, populated the world with those sort of characters, and at least it would have been, like, cool to look at. Yeah, exactly, because, yeah, that's one of... Well, I, suppose, I don't want to shit on it too much before we get to Ryan's redemption point. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, I, I, it was really hard coming up with some redemption points because there wasn't much that I really liked that much. But I definitely didn't hate it. I definitely didn't hate it. Mm. Wow. Yeah, go on, Ryan. Uh, so I really liked Master Roshi, even though he wasn't really much of Master Roshi. I thought he was acted really well, and he still had a lot of the what made Master Roshi fun as a character in the show. He's just like a comic relief character, right? Yeah. But he's also this ultra-powerful guy, so... You know, they keep some of that stuff. The Budokai game was pretty good. <laughs> For, I played it years ago and it was alright. Yeah, I'll give you that. It got a Toriyama back into doing Dragon Ball stuff again. Man, I don't know. It's, it's, it's tough. It's tough to... Yeah. It is tough, but... Again, I liked it throughout the whole thing. In, it, I was entertained throughout the whole thing. I, I wish that I was as conflicted as you guys. <laughs> yeah, I am conflicted. Because I, I really just straight up thought this film was fucking shit. Well, go on then, Ali B. What's your, what's your rating? So, on our infamous Alex and Wes turd scale, we have a diamond rating, which is the, at the very top, for bad movies that are so good and have so many redemption points that they turn out to be a good movie. We have a polished turd. Then we have a slightly cleaner turd. Then right in the middle, a clean pinch turd. Then we have a plain old stinky turd, and right at the very, very bottom is diarrhea. A great big stinking pile of dragon diarrhea. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's just... I I feel like the film failed on absolutely every single thing it was trying to do. It it completely alienated the fans, but also missed its target audience, because the whole thing's a bland, washed-out mess. None of the characters are particularly likeable. Don't root for any of them because you don't get to know any of them. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely agree with that. There is absolutely no yeah. character arcs yeah. or yeah, character development. development. Like the main villain is just the main villain because you are told he's the main villain. Yep, and he looks like a bad guy. Mm. Yeah, and he's wearing black. <laughs> like at, at no point does he seem like scary or powerful because I mean, you you get like that scene where he like what drains a lake to get a dragon ball and stuff like ooh <laughs> like you needed to show him like in conflict like like I said earlier like have a fight not maybe not even like with Goku but like Roshi or something before that end battle like let us see just a part of what he can do in a fight so when you get to that ending it doesn't feel like you're blowing your load <laughs> cuz like the whole finale is just terrible it feels rushed. The whole movie's rushed. Yeah, it does. But like the ending's just like yeah. I don't know. I just feel like there, there wasn't much of a fight at all. The Zaru reveal maybe could have been good, but the way it was executed was so bad and it looked terrible. And then they finally get to their big fight, and it's over before you know it. With like the weakest looking Kamehameha ever. Yeah, I think you uh, defended your rating pretty good there. <laughs> <laughs> and it had a bad score. <laughs> I think me and you, Ryan, might be on the same page with this. I'll I'll let you know where I'm at. So, I mean, my rating isn't much better than yours, Ali B, and I, I absolutely agree with everything you've said. I think just because I don't have as much in it uh, coming from, like, a, a non-Dragon Ball Z fan, mm. the movie was enough for me to give it a plain old stinky turd. I don't think it earns a diarrhea because... I just, I just wasn't as bored. I think that that's what it comes down to for me. Is when I was watching it, I was 
pretty much entertained the whole way through. It's only an hour and 25 long, so it was pretty much over relatively quickly. And yeah, I just, I just compare it to things like Two-Headed Shark Attack and, and Movie 43 and stuff, and it's definitely better than those movies, I think I, I could argue. It's funny, yeah, because I think I'm on the same page of, as you, even though I'm yeah. like a diehard Dragon Ball fan since, you know, we were kids, right? So it's like, I tried to remove so much of my bias as a Dragon Ball fan when watching this movie. You're right, it doesn't really service anyone, though. It's not like, it's not good for the fans, and the ki- I don't imagine kids really enjoyed it that much either, watching it back. That's the thing, because I heard that, like, it was a okay kids movie, but a bad Dragon Ball movie. And I don't even think it's that good of a kids movie. <laughs> no, it is. It is absolutely nothing. What's your rating, Ryan? I think I'm on the same page as you, though, Wes, because it was like still over before you you'd even yeah. had a chance to process it, right? So it was just like it went from scene to scene to scene, so you didn't have That's time the thing. to think about Every it. Every scene was so short and quick that by the time you'd sort of processed yeah. what you were just watching, a new scene has just started and you're already halfway through it and it's moving on to another thing and another yeah. thing and another thing. If I wasn't critically analysing everything, then I probably would have sort of shut my brain off and <laughs> tried not to think about it. I feel like much. I was exhausted by the end just from the amount of eye rolling. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like I am pretty open-minded when it comes to like movie adaptations of stuff I like. I mean, I gave... Batman and Robin a diamond rating if you don't believe me <laughs> that is a great movie though yeah I feel like this one just it, it missed the mark and the mark landed straight into Diarrheasville but that's the thing with Batman and Robin they knew what they were aiming for exactly and these they guys knew didn't. what they were trying to do yeah. and they hit it you know yeah these guys should have been trying to make the, uh, I'm not saying it had to be as campy but if you're adapting something as silly as an over-the-top anime, there's a level of camp. <laughs> that you have to embrace. Mm. The manga and stuff self-aware. They know it's silly. Oh, yeah. Because it didn't really start taking itself properly seriously until the later volumes of Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. I feel like they missed the mark by not embracing the silly side and trying to do this weird grounded take on such a out there story like the only character that was kind of that funny was Master Roshi and even then it was still a bit flat (laughs) yeah nice well we're we're all on the lower end of the turd scale yeah but uh yeah I think yeah I think we all pretty much agree uh, you know it's not like Ryan's giving it a diamond rating or anything (laughs) <laughs> no, I still yeah. fucking hate the movie but like <laughs> and what it represents and everything about it but I I mean you know it was it, it was <laughs> Wes has it made you want to read or watch Dragon Ball no and that's exactly why Akira Toriyama came back <laughs> <laughs> if I was leaning more into the you know actual being a Dragon Ball fan which <sighs> then I would give it the lowest rating but Again, I'm trying to detach myself a little bit. Yeah, so. but but that's the thing. You are literally trying to watch it at, like I have while having the opinion mm. that Ali B has or the knowledge and the, the experience of Dragon yeah. Ball that Ali B has. So yeah, I, I, I feel where you're at. You're right in the middle. I'll go for like a 1.5. Yeah, 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 exactly. But it's got a 2.5 on IMDb. Wow. I think it good. might be um, the lowest rated film we've done. Really? One of. I thought Movie 43 was really, really low, wasn't it? Yeah, that is really low. Now, see, Movie 43's got a 4.3. 
Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's really high. Two-headed shark attack is also a 2.5. Movie 43 has what, Rayan? Oh, fuck. That's intentional. <laughs> <laughs> Axe giant. Axe giant. Okay, no. Transmorphers has a 1.7. Yeah, but you guys said, like, some okay things about that movie. Yeah. Is it just because of what it represents, like the Dragon Ball movie? No, because Transmorphers knew what it was. Yeah. Yeah. This did. This film didn't stay in its fucking lane. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we'll see you next time. I hope you don't have to wait over a month. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks everyone for listening. Thanks Ryan for joining us on this. Yeah, did you thanks, enjoy Ryan. being on it? I love being on red letter media <laughs> was it do you think it's been helpful for like now the editing process i actually kind of do no, yeah. not at all. no 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 i genuinely do because i feel like you're I've a part of, of our a process good feel yeah i've got a good feel for how these sort of episodes are supposed to go now a little okay. bit better anyway yeah. okay still nice. gonna be shit though <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no i really enjoyed it thank you very much we'll have to have you back sometime to yeah talk about i don't know the avatar movie yeah it's not a bad shout it's not a bad shout oh gross cool alright everyone we'll catch you on the next one love you turdmeisters that's what I call our fan base bye bye